0: Hi, I'm Eric Dewey from the Socially Awkward Studios, Science and Beer, and Her Majesty's Secret Podcast, and you're listening to another proud presentation of the Four Eyed Radio Network. Check out more shows at foureyedradio.com.
1: All hands, prepare for the Starfleet Escape Podcast on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Stand by for transmission. Transmission. Welcome to the Starfleet Escape podcast on the 4Ride Radio Network, where we escape into the Star Trek universe. Oh my God. This is episode number 20 and is being recorded on May 1st, 2013. The Big 20. The Big 20. Today's topic the needs of the many. I'm Aaron. I'm Marty.
2: And I'm Eric. And, and
1: with am Rachel. Yeah, with us tonight <laughs> we have a special guest host. Who thinks you look like a sad puppy? <laughs> Who thinks I look like a sad puppy? <laughs> Um,
3: <laughs> thanks for having me, guys.
0: No, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for letting us have you. That just didn't <laughs> sound right to me.
3: In
1: Sorry. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by America Joy Print Shop, official sponsor of the 4Ride Radio Network. For high quality business cards, flyers, banners, cut vinyl, and more, visit americajoy.com. So, how are you guys doing this
2: week? I am moving. Ah. that's that's what I've that's what I'm doing. I We're unfortunately old. had to miss the last uh podcast, but yes. I think you guys did, and it was an all right episode without me. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. I that we <laughs> <kinda> <laughs> over Voyager for everything. So.
2: yeah, which was great, except not really. So thanks <laughs> for that. Everyone likes Voyager.
1: Oh, Rachel. Yeah, what's up? uh Do you like Voyager? Um.
3: I am going to be honest. I totally hated Voyager the first time I ever watched
2: Son it. Son of a bitch!
3: And then, no, okay, okay. And <laughs> then I watched it. I gave it a legitimate chance. I was like, I'm going to watch it. I watched the entire series, every episode. I spent a summer watching that. And I got into it. I was like, this is really good. You know, I really like Seven and Nine, like the, a lot of the characters I was relating to. And then partway through, I, I was just like, what am I watching anymore? Like, is this even Trek? What What is going on? And it's like, oh, you know, the Prime Directive, we've got to stick to the Prime Directive. Oh, the Prime Directive, we're in the Delta Quadrant. You know, no, we don't have to worry about that. They're never going to know. It was like completely back and forth. And I'm like, "What what is going on with this episode? And then at the very end, it just smashes everything into the end. And you're like... What, did I waste my life watching them? what did I, what? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a big
4: yammer. laughs>
3: I mean, and I, I really did. I gave it such a chance and I loved it at first, but then I was like, no,
0: Rachel, I know uh-huh. what you feel like. Cause I had that similar feeling with uh, deep space nine. I love deep space nine, but when it first came out, I absolutely couldn't stand it. Cause next generation was still on. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. And I, I didn't
0: like the, the storyline. And then, to be honest, the third, fourth season, it got really good, and then I liked it. But now I go back and watch the original episodes, and I think they're really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as opposed to you, who watched half of it and realized you gave away half your life.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like that for me with uh, Next Generation, because it's when I job, no, when I saw Next Generation, I mean, I grew up with Next Generation. I, you know, started watching it when it first came on. And then it was since it was on syndication so much, I watched a lot during it when I was a kid. I kind of got burnt out on Next Generation. I'm like, oh, God, it's that episode again.
0: See, the funny thing about syndication is syndication here in the Boston area, uh, the local channel WCVB, which is five, had it on. On Saturday nights at seven was the new episodes. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Yeah, of course. And then Sunday night at eleven thirty-five after the news they played the replay of that show. So if I haven't missed it, you can watch it again. Oh. And then later years they didn't do a replay of the new one. They just played like syndicated versions, and it was kind of cool. Um,
2: well, well, my point was that I got kind of burnt out on Next Generation. Mm-hmm. And then rewatching it now with the new high def and going to the fathom events and all that, like I'm like, damn, this is a really good show. Like I almost forgotten how good it was. Right. So, I was just like, gonna
3: ignore Picard's voice though, like that he, it makes the entire show, if nothing else. You just get to listen to Patrick Stewart one. to Patrick yeah. Stewart talk.
0: Would you have a laugh if I said Mr. Wolf's head looked like a fanny? <laughs> so, like we
1: mentioned in one of the other episodes, I was, I've was i been watching the HD versions of Season 1 and 2 episodes mm-hmm. on Hulu Plus. And then last night I watched an episode from Season 4, which isn't in HD yet. Yeah. And it was so fuzzy, like the letters. Mm-hmm. Like, remember how I was... You
2: said that there was like serifs on yeah. the.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you, I could hardly tell it on the, uh, on the, uh, <laughs> the low def. The low yeah deaf. it's <laughs>
4: i've
1: got a low deaf tv the, stand, the standard definition uh, no you were right the
4: first time low
2: but it's um it's so great like at the fathom events when they show the like before and after of the my restoration it's god. like what the hell was i watching yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's like my god picard was a chinese man <laughs> he could have been low deaf we didn't know you what never he was. would have known <laughs>
2: Um, What's our What's our episode about tonight, Aaron? He just said it, but Uh, so
1: the needs of the many. So basically, Uh, oh, you're ramping up for this whole movie thing. (laughs) (laughs) So basically,
0: it's uh, inspirational moments in uh, Star Trek.
2: All right.
0: Next episode is going to be perspirational. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Every time we'll get someone's you hot and bothered, would we'll get you hot and bothered. Oh, great! Or We'll just be talking
1: seven of, seven no. of nine the whole time.
4: We'll, we'll,
2: we'll. No,
1: I like Paul personally. I'm sure you did. Yeah.
0: So let's get into some news. I heard you were more like a Guinan guy. <laughs> Guinan.
2: <laughs> um, she actually had a funny <laughs> blooper. Just kind of a side note. We'll probably talk about the Fathom event. I'll I'll save that for later.
4: Okay.
1: So, Star Trek, the video game, was just released on April 23rd, and I've played it oh, in... On my anniversary? Yeah, we talked about that. Remember, you was like, oh, I'll oh, yeah, get okay. it as an anniversary gift, but then you didn't get it. Uh, Rachel has played it. No, I'm poor. Yeah, I've played uh, it. Eric bit. hasn't played it yet, right?
2: But I desperately want to.
3: But you desperately no, want to? don't spend $60 on it.
2: I will I was wait to get... for it to go on sale. <laughs> I was
0: trying to get Aaron to... I thought you
2: pre-ordered.
1: It. Didn't you pre-order it?
2: Yeah, I pre-ordered it, and then I Never needed pre-order. money for my move.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I was like,
2: Ugh, "Cancel pre-order."
1: I see. Well, I had a forty-dollar gift card, so I only paid twenty-so dollars for it.
2: Do you yeah, think it's worth the twenty dollars?
1: I well, $20. I enjoy it didn't it enjoy... just because it starts just because of Star Trek I I kind of he enjoy enjoys it.
0: the 1985 version with you know, like, uh, <laughs> you know I have the Atari Excellent. game is <laughs> dude,
2: dude. is it at least at least better than that is... awful Starfleet, um or what is that star trek armada or legacy god that was horrible
1: (laughs) that was terrible but that was basically a starship simulator yeah
0: another one but is
2: it better than that
0: it's better than that yeah
2: (laughs) okay
3: you do missions and stuff and like the missions are cool it's like a a video game but it's just a terrible like third person i don't think was a good choice for that game and i was having trouble with the co-ops i specifically bought the game to play with my brother and Mm -hmm. we we were playing and we, we saved, we went back to play the next day and our save would not come back as a co-op. It came back as a single player, no matter what we did. And this is apparently a problem that the developers are aware of and they're not sure if they're going to fix it.
2: So, that is horrible.
3: <laughs> I'm like, you release this game as like, oh look, you can play Kirk and Smock, and then you actually can't unless you sit there and play the entire game in one sitting.
2: Wait, wait, wait. So so you can't do like a chapter select or anything like that
3: you can't you can do a chapter select but it won't load as co-op nothing that we have tried has loaded it's not working for us
2: have they
0: which system do you have it on
3: I have it on Xbox and it should be working because I've heard that the most of the majority of the problems are for PC users. But then I heard again that well, then again, they're having problems on all consoles Xbox well. and
0: PCs are mostly Microsoft. The, yeah, Microsoft. So.
2: I'm what trying, are you trying anything, to say?
0: Anything, <laughs> anything Microsoft can screw up, they're going to do.
2: Yeah. I, I will say no because they just gave me three free games for doing a survey. So I am not oh, complaining sorry. about Microsoft.
3: Was Star Trek <laughs> nice. one of them?
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, not. That wasn't on the list <laughs> that I could choose from. Save
4: yourself. Well, the actually, pain. they
2: gave me they gave me a list of uh, pre-selected. I did this survey for The Walking Dead for four weeks, and um, like watched the episode and then comment on it. Mm-hmm. And so I got to choose like four games, but I only got three in the mail, so I emailed them. But anyways, yeah. I got the gun stringer uh, oh, for I Connect. Yeah. Which yeah. also comes with uh, Fruit Ninja.
0: I got that as well. Nice. I like oh, Fruit yeah. Ninja. That's what we used to call Aaron when he was <laughs> the Fruit Ninja.
2: <laughs> I got the um uh, Nike 20- Nike Plus Training. Oh, that's cool.
0: How'd that work out for you?
2: <laughs> I just Go got on. it, so I oh, haven't okay. seen any results yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like then me. I also got, I also got um, Office Professional 2010.
0: The game? The game? No, the- is that a <laughs> third person shooter, or is that a third person <laughs> you sit there watching somebody type of paper?
3: That sounds like a hack and slash. <laughs> it's, it's, <a> <laughs> it's worth it. So, honestly, I didn't pirate this. No.
2: So, uh, about the game, how is the story?
3: I haven't made it very far. I uh, mean, Aaron's probably made it farther than I have, but so far it's interesting. I mean,
0: Aaron, I, how far have you made it? Uh,
1: I don't know. Why how, are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know how far I've, uh, the progress is, but I've made it to the First point base, where point. it's um, <laughs> the... I just beat the the Gorn in the arena scene. Oh, nice. Cool. Uh, do they look good? Wait,
2: do they do they recreate the conditions of arena? No. Oh. No,
1: you're, you're basically it's kinda like a gladiator
2: kind of scene
1: <laughs> no. where you're up against the the Gorn to the death and you have you pick oh, up these do they, weapons.
2: Do they have the music? Do they have the they dun, do dun, have dun, music. dun dun yeah, dun, yeah. dun dun it's dun 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 little
1: modified, but it's definitely the same kind of music. Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I don't, oh God!
2: I'm no, gonna be no. honest.
3: I'm gonna be really disappointed if there's not a cut scene of. I'm gonna be really disappointed if there's not a cut scene of William Shatner fighting a Gorn towards the Why? end of this. Oh, <laughs> because if I waste my entire life playing this Star Trek game. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, sh- they
1: show him as an old <laughs> and guy. And I don't get
3: William Shatner.
1: <laughs> I would be okay with not getting
4: William Shatner. That
3: was the trailer for the game. Have you seen that?
4: Yes. Did, did you see the trailer Batman. for
3: the game with William Shatner? Yeah, it was that was that, basically the whole reason that I bought the game. And there you go. <laughs> Thanks, William Shatner, for that one. <laughs> not Fog. watching your new show.
2: So how's the um, the voice acting? The dialogue
1: the, is awesome. I like okay. the dialogue a lot. Yeah, the dialogue's good.
2: And here's here's a question I have: Is it truly a free roaming game, or no? Uh,
1: no, you can't like run around the ship. You you're like confined. You to die an area. a lot if you do that.
2: <laughs> so you can't even run around on the ship because they gave that impression that you could.
1: I have like you haven't even like where I am. I've only been on the ship like three times the whole game. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was running and down. And you're on the, the ship door. for
3: like two seconds.
1: Yeah. I was. You have to save the world first. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in the shuttle bay for a while. I kept dying, but I was uh, trying to keep the Gorn <laughs> from leaving in the shuttle. Oh, one of the things, I'm not playing co op. So I'm playing by myself.
2: I heard the AI is horrible if you don't play co-op.
1: The AI is terrible. I was dying. I couldn't figure out what was going on. And then I realized, oh, I have to tell Spock to fight the Gorn. Yeah. Spock was just, like, chilling there, not doing anything.
3: Well, it does that in co-op, too, though. Like, you can't continue. um, Like, one of the first scenes where you fall down and you have to climb up and you have to get up to a certain spot, you have to look at this specific point on the screen and kirk has to say spock i think we should climb up there and do you know how hard it is to look at one specific stupid spot on the screen (laughs) because it really is (laughs) like i'm looking around like spock we need to look up there come on like just say it dude come on and it wouldn't work it was it's so irritating because it, i feel like that really interrupts your gameplay and mm-hmm. it does that on co-op too it's not just you're a single player
2: so yeah. do you guys hate it more than you love it or
3: i'm just emotionally confused about it right now i,
1: I swear i swear a lot at spock <laughs> while i'm playing the game you do
2: are you like damn it spock
1: <laughs> i'm like what the f
0: spock come on <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, he, he also <laughs> says the F. He doesn't say the word because he's afraid his mom will be mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: and one of the things you... It, the gameplay sort of reminds me a little bit of uh, Batman Arkham, Arkham Asylum. No. Okay. Well, maybe. Where you have to use the uh, tricorder all the time.
3: Yeah, that, that's true. Because the tricorder makes it...
2: Well, Aaron, you were telling me this part of the game where there's like these transporter pads that you yep. have to... Like- yes.
1: So you get this um, engineering tool, which is shaped like a, a rifle. You aim it at your, your, char- your other character. So I'm Kirk. So I'm aiming at Spock. I target Spock. And then I have to aim the gun at a transporter pad, fire it, and that will transport Spock to the pad. And then Spock targets me and then transports me onto the pad.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Is the gun a transporter gun?
1: Yeah, but it only only works with the pad.
0: A transporter gun?
1: Yeah, and the range of of the gun isn't that far. It might be like 20 meters. That's it? 25 meters i i don't remember but it's not that far you have to be within a certain range in order for it to actually work
4: but yeah the dialogue
3: in this game is really good though
2: (laughs) 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 oh yay (laughs) i'm so excited now so aaron i know you got this game for um Basically $20. Yep. Um, What do you think is a fair price point at this game? Obviously, don't get it for full retail value. Is that what you're saying?
1: Um, Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying. I would agree with that. Yeah.
2: All right, then I'll just uh, hold off. I will hold off and get it when it comes down in price. And maybe, yeah. have they have they addressed any um, patches? Or are they going to make patches for the game?
3: I think they're kind of just ignoring it right now. I've read a lot of articles online, because obviously I'm trying to figure out what the heck is going on with my co-op. And the developers really haven't released much on what they plan to do thus far, I don't think.
2: That's kind of disappointing.
1: And they've had so long to develop the game. It's been in development for like two years. Yeah, Honestly, two I
2: think years. they
3: spent more on the Shatner-Gorn commercial than they did on the actual game.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. But how are how are the graphics? Are the graphics good?
3: Yeah, they're decent. Yeah, they're, yeah I mean the The graphics for explosions and stuff like that, like it, it's good. You're running through, but if you're trying one of those people that likes what the characters actually look like, the, the, it's mm-hmm. awful. It's really bad. Uh, <laughs>
4: These
3: characters don't look like people. I don't know. I don't know what how Aaron feels about that, but I don't think that the characters look very um, good.
2: They're just like plastic face, like. Rah, 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 rah.
3: I mean, they're. You can. It's. It. You can tell they're trying to go off of the new movie those characters and those actors
0: video game
3: yeah (laughs) i mean i'm just saying really if you're one of those if you're one of those people that like you're you're very
0: you're very good on catching those uh...
3: (laughs) thanks for backing me up there Aaron. (laughs) i'm just saying i mean i don't I don't care about that. I'd rather the explosions be awesome than the person's mm-hmm. face be awesome. But I mean, a lot of people care about that. There's right. crazy nerds on the internet, you guys.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: <I run. laughs>
1: See, I'm not really too keen on the way the Gorn looks because um, there are so many different types Spaces. of Gorn. It looks like, yeah. And I don't know. It. I wish they kind of like stay to like one kind of model. Mm-hmm.
2: I heard complaints that um, in this game, the Gorn are actually from another dimension.
1: Well, I haven't heard that per se. They did come through like a, a rip. Okay. They came through with Nero.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well,
1: I'm not going to give too much of the storyline away, but okay. it, comes, it comes. they come through um, a rip that's created with something that the Vulcans are using. To develop new Vulcan,
2: okay, so on a scale of one to ten, what do you guys give it
3: I'm gonna be <laughs> generous with a four, maybe a, maybe like a three <laughs> but I'll, I haven't I'll, made it that far
0: I'll, I'll give it a five for now. <laughs> I haven't Whoa. played it, so it's got a ten and a half for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I haven't played it. I'm, like, really excited, but now you guys are talking, I'm gonna say an eight. But, yeah,
1: <laughs> see, like, I don't see how the story can really be canon.
2: Why well, is video
3: that? games aren't canon, though.
2: Well, they... But the executive producer said that um, or the director for Paramount said that this game is in continuity with the movies.
3: But are the new movies canon?
2: Yeah, it's a it's separate a, universe. Yeah, we, we talked about this. Uh, <laughs> so what, what...
3: Gene's rolling in his grave.
2: No, no. he's <laughs> not. I'm sorry, Gene. All right, well, that's Star Trek the game. But yeah, speaking of... The game. <laughs> speaking of the movie, mm-hmm. do we have more news about Into Darkness?
0: Well, I do, but I don't think you want to hear it. Uh, well, let's... let's...
3: Let's not 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 let Marty talk.
1: Let's not let's
0: not give that away. Just because.
3: So how about about those skin skin tight tight uniforms? Yeah, what's that? That's what I that's what I'd really like to talk about is those skin tight uniforms. What?
0: You wouldn't want to if you saw me in it. What
3: are those? (laughs) That's all Uh, I can think about when I'm watching those clips. They're
0: diving suits. Diving suits, right? Yeah, that's what it is. They're diving suits. um,
3: That's what I was wondering. That's what I assumed, but everyone's wearing these. Did you
0: see the nine minutes? Yes so you should know what they are.
3: Well, I mean, but, like, they're awful.
0: <laughs> so the uniform, have you seen the new uniforms that they wear on the outside of the, their, like, colored the jackets? You know, yeah, the I jackets. don't like yeah. them. Where you can see mm-hmm. through it, so yeah. you can see the color.
4: Hmm. I and mean, the
0: fact that they still look like they're in World War II. I think it's nifty.
3: Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> they're they're going retro with their futuristic uniforms, I think.
0: Yeah, it looks like World War II in certain parts. Yeah. Right? The Admiral's uniform, uniforms. they redesigned that, too. It looks like the first movie, but it's different, too. Is it... <laughs> original first movie
2: yeah the the motion picture
0: motion picture Mm. because it's got the white in the middle with the gray on the outside but they also have different epaulettes now too because at the end of the movie the first 09 okay i could have sworn that pike had the epaulettes that they had from the original the motion picture the ones that go across the arm across like yeah the arm yeah in this one he has the epaulettes that go down the shoulder with those funky looking Like those stars. Hippie things. They look like, honestly, they look like um, one of the other ship's symbols from the original movie. I mean, from the original series. Oh,
1: maybe they're the Starfleet insignia logo that they had in the original series. That was kind of like that starbursty kind of thing.
0: No, because the Starfleet insignia is on the side
1: of the uniform. No, it wasn't as, no, not Starfleet insignia as we know it, but during the original series. It could have been, but
0: it still looks weird. But they're very retro. So the uniforms are weird. And have, okay. you seen the gun? have you seen the guns? <laughs> the uh, guns, yeah. The, the guns they have look like guns now. Wow. Do you guys notice know. that? I didn't <laughs> notice it too much. They it's don't look weird. like phasers. They look like guns. Well, I think they're trying to relate
1: it more to Native, us. I think. Yeah. And
3: yeah, Yeah. I, I noticed I a that's lot. The
2: wrong, I think that's the wrong way to As do it.
0: The like, current time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the gun in the first one was bad yeah. enough in the fact bad that it went... I like Back that. Forward. I did not like that. No. Oh. No, now I'm on stun. Sorry. Now I'm on kill. Now I'm on, <laughs> now, I'm on now I'm on stun. Now I'm on kill. Yeah. Who's gonna get it this time? <laughs> what if it jammed? You shoot sideways.
3: It's like <laughs> you shoot like, like, you like two buddies. people. I'm either one going to stun or sun. kill
4: you. <laughs> um. Ooh.
1: So yeah. So we have two clips that were released. For Star Trek, for
0: the new movie, mm-hmm. um, and he released a little bit and then a lot. And the first one wasn't so much more in it, but the second one with the new ship, huge. But,
4: what are we
3: talking about, Ronnie? Yeah,
0: isn't that what you're talking about? I, no, I the know. the clip. There isn't a clip with the right. ship in it, is it? Oh, I'm talking about the trailer. I'm sorry. Yeah, not not the <laughs> trailer. The um,
1: so the clip. So he, the first one is the one when they're in the water, right? Yeah,
3: that's within the first nine minutes,
1: mm-hmm, right? Um, which mm-hmm. I've heard that they've switched that around, too. Right. Mm-hmm. And the second one is when they're in that... Uh, TrekMovie.com called it a civilian ship. It's kind of like a circular kind of mm-hmm. ship.
0: I had said to you I thought it was the captain's yacht because it could be the bottom of the Enterprise. The salsa.
1: It's yeah, Maybe. It could be. I, I don't know. But it's the chase scene where you see in the trailer, oh, we'll make will it fit, fit. we'll fit. fit.
0: I don't think that's satisfying. I don't think that qualifies. Qualifies.
1: Uh oh. yeah. Have you seen? <laughs> the always trying to of... fit
3: in the tight spaces. The <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you noticed oh. also that the, they show a lot more of the um? They show a lot more of the Klingon bird behind. Yeah, I'm, I'm I very
3: totally like, paused for that, and I was yeah. like,
0: you "Can't see a lot
1: of it, but you can see some the Klingon of bird." It. I don't like the redesign of the Klingon bird of prey.
3: I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. I'm going to need to see more of it because that clip just wasn't enough.
1: Because mm. it looks incredibly small. It looks like a... Well, I think
2: it's It just could just be a fighter.
1: Like a fighter, yeah. Well, the you know the Creo building block toys? Creo, yeah. The Creo? They yeah. called
0: that the Bird of Prey. But it could be a Bird of Prey, like, single person.
1: Uh, a mini,
2: a baby yeah. Bird of Prey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it could be a... Well, I guess a I guess the Klingons do have multiple
1: <laughs> chickadee of or prey. prey.
0: Yeah, chickadee of prey. <laughs> that really puts fear in the hearts of men, doesn't it? It's scary. I'm going to get in my chickadee of prey.
1: Oh, actually, um, you you guys remember Clive, right?
2: Yes. He, How can we forget Clive?
1: <laughs> on his blog today, he posts a screen cap from uh one of the the viral videos that have been going out there, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's a clean on. Which clearly has ridges.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: Dun dun dun.
0: <laughs> but remember, not everybody was affected by it. Uh,
2: that's, true.
0: that's true. That's true. Hopefully, we see some ba,
1: smooth-headed ba, ba. clean-ons. Otherwise, no, something... they'll have the he- they'll have the head. Mirror. Otherwise, I'm going to be very disappointed.
2: Speaking of cool ships, like we're talking about the the Bird of Prey. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm very excited about uh, the picture of Harrison's ship that was the released. Benji. Oh yeah. Yes.
0: By the way. Um, just to let you know, I'm not totally convinced that it's Harrison's ship. Well, he's in command of it at one point. At one point, yeah. I don't think it's his. You don't think it's his? No.
2: He stole it. I that think that's bastard. what it
0: is, but he probably did steal in it. In the end, uh, it's all black. It has no registry numbers on it. That we can see. That we can see. But I'm pretty sure there aren't. And that weapon, I, it, the weapons it has? Yeah. pretty Pretty impressive. But it does and? look like... Did you listen to the show last week? I think it looks like a mix between the, like, next generation and, like, the ambassador class. I
2: agree, yeah. A little bit. It also reminds me, I was looking at uh, John Eve's uh, website. He designs all the starships and stuff, and he did a design for the Star Trek Online game, and how the saucer has that hollowness on both sides. Yeah, It actually matches one of the ships, almost appearance-wise, uh, from the Star Trek online game.
0: Did you guys mm. also notice that when, I don't know if you all saw the picture of it looking up through the saucer. Yeah. You mm. can see the bridge in the middle.
3: Mm, I didn't notice that.
0: Well, I mm. not know if that's the bridge. Are you talking about I Yeah, pull it, it looks out. like the bridge in the middle. Wait. Like the lights, because you've seen that. You know how the lights, in if they if you see the picture of, um, what's that's his name there That's awful place to put a bridge. J.J. Abrams standing in front of the bridge. Oh, Have yeah. yeah. It's yeah. got those uh. lights around on the top, and I think that's exactly what that is.
3: That could be. It does kind of look like
0: that. Well, and that's exposed way too much. Well, Wait, look at
1: yeah. The, like, if we did, you guys see the new um, IMAX uh, poster? No. Oh, it I glows d- in the dark. i
2: I really need to get that
1: but but not not that not that one they Um, have the the character enterprise uh, and the vengeance like the vengeance is chasing the enterprise Mm -hmm. and the sheer mass of the vengeance is like overwhelming compared to the enterprise
3: really
1: yeah so i think i can't see that being the bridge because if that's the bridge it's a huge ass bridge if
0: well,
3: that's the a- bridge, then they're
0: screwed. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask you one other thing. Do you notice that they have the escape pods that look like the next generation? I
2: was I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that.
0: So I'm not totally convinced that this ship <laughs> is actually of that time period. Well, see,
1: the reason why I think it is yeah, is because when I was
0: looking on that
1: poster, I should have put it somewhere, but the you could see the uh deflector dish of both chips mm-hmm. and they both look the same they mm. still they both had like uh a black center and the blue hollow around like the blue halo around it so uh, the design looks to be of the same like direct lineage uh, so i don't think it's
2: <coughs>
1: like from the future i hope not
2: yeah, I, d- I don't want any more time travel.
3: I was just going to say, no more time riffs, please. <laughs> you mean this picture? I'm confused enough.
0: Yeah, that picture. Yep. Do, you- Do you notice that the deflector, though, that's the other thing in that picture? The deflector of the bigger ship is approximately the same size as the deflector of the Enterprise. Well, that's because perspective-wise. Mm, ship's huge, though. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. It really is.
0: But then again, you get attacked by Nero in the first one. You're gonna want to build a ship that 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 is that big. But did you guys see my
1: um like the picture I made last week?
2: Yeah,
4: the, we totally
3: uh, all saw it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I
2: did. I really <laughs> did.
1: Um, so it's it had the the Vengeance on top and says mm-hmm. this is the alternate the alternate universe's reaction to Nero's incursion, which will only happen once. And then the bottom has the little tiny tiny defiant, and then I put the Prime Universe's response to an ongoing
0: Borg threat. Oh. <laughs> you think you think about things way too much.
2: Yeah, he does. Um,
0: I thought it was amusing. Out I there. think it, I,
3: I thought it was funny. I got your back here, Aaron.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it was all right.
3: <laughs> I like the Borg humor. Okay, I'm a fan of the Borg. I'm a fan of the.
2: I, I wonder with that Twitter handle. She, like, like, yeah. <laughs> she likes Norwegian jokes. Right, right. Yes. Pork, um, pork, pork.
0: Swedish <laughs> chef in Star Trek. We kind of
1: just said the uh, IMAX is giving away Into Darkness limited um, edition posters mm-hmm. at the premiere.
2: Want. Need. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I
1: kind of want it.
2: Look at it and I want free not want tickets
1: it. to
0: the movie. That's what I want, but you guys can take posters.
2: <laughs> I, I would love a free ticket to the movie. Can anyone donate to the <laughs> Eric Berry wants to go see Into Darkness fund?
1: We'll have a PayPal set up.
2: <laughs> Bring
1: the right. escape pod to the premiere of Star Trek Into Darkness.
2: I like that. Maybe we should actually do that.
3: <laughs> yeah. We should take PayPal. our laptops
1: and... <laughs> <laughs> Already doing it. <laughs> so, moving away from the new movie a little bit, uh, William Shatner has a new show which debuted last night on Sci Fi.
2: I did not watch it, but I did see the commercial. I forgot I that too. it was on last night.
1: Me too. <laughs> I didn't know about it until I read it on Track. Media. What is what is it,
0: first of all? So
1: the name of the show is Weird or What?
0: Yes, I was watching it this afternoon. You were watching it this afternoon? Yes, it was replaying when I was home, and Chris told me this is Shatton's new show. Okay, mm-hmm. now I do know what you're talking about. Uh, he, so, he narrates it.
1: Yeah, so each episode of Weird or What contains three separate stories of bizarre and unexplained in Here the we go again. <laughs> in the, in the, in the, he can't read his own handwriting. Uh, as the show unfolds, it weighs various supernatural and scientific theories that attempt to explain the story and sometimes features tests conducted
0: as proof of a theory's plausibility. Ah. <sighs> If I have to think that much about a show, I ain't watching it.
2: Well,
3: I mean, I spent sixty dollars on the last thing that William Shatner told me to do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow! That didn't
3: turn out so well. Fail. <laughs> Uh, I, I do yeah. kind of want to watch it though. Marty, you said that you watched it a little bit. How was
0: yeah. it? I mean, it, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Rescue 911.
2: <laughs> oh god. Because
0: that's exactly what it's it's like he tells he narrates these stories like yeah. in Rescue 911. I was waiting for him to say when we come back, what happens to this dog? <laughs> i forgot and the about it. Rescue 911 until you just said that.
2: Me too. It just came back to me. I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I used to watch it all the time, too, just because it had William Shatner. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, was what was your impression of it, Marty? You
0: want my impression of Shatner? Okay. <laughs> I do not know what it was about. I'm no, just kidding. Um, I, watch
3: or don't watch?
0: I'll watch it just because, honestly, I watch those type of things. Like, you know, I also watch um, watch His Bad TV. Yeah. And my wife got control of the controller. So. <laughs> Does, does your wife like Shatter? I don't know, I'll never ask that. That question doesn't come up in conversations. Does she's she even like, like excuse Star me, Trek? Honey, excuse me, honey, <laughs> she's more of a Star uh, Star Wars fan, but she uh, does like she does like the oh new Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, one of those. However, from what I've read, <laughs> what I read about this new movie, <laughs> yeah, JJ, there are a lot of people that are mad at JJ now because he's bringing a lot of kind of the story tones of Star Wars into Star Trek. Well, there are a lot of people mm-hmm. that really hate the new
1: incarnation of Star Trek. Especially if you're over at Google Plus and
0: reading those comments, a lot of people
3: like- I uh, have mixed feelings on new I Shrek. like it
0: that the fact <laughs> that somebody rethought it. Yeah. I like it, that fact, but do I think it's as good as the original? No, because it's not the same as the original. It's not, it, it isn't the original. It's, the it's way, never going to yeah, be. The way I talk about it is just what Aaron kind of came up with, with what it is. It's both a new time and a new dimension. It's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For better, for worse, everything is different in this dimension.
3: I think all of us, like, old trekkies are trying to get used to this new trek but the one thing that i really do like about the new trek is that it brings in new people that are interested because there are people that are like oh star trek and it sounds lame but then they go see this movie and they're like oh this is actually pretty interesting and it brings them into the star trek circle which is cool
2: i, I like i'm that. kind of feeling the effects of that because when i went to the best of both worlds fathom event Mm -hmm. It was almost sold out. It was like a packed house. And I'm, and I never seen it going to all the other past fathom events. I've never seen that kind of a crowd. Mm. So I'm wondering if this is just people gearing up for the movie or it's just because it's best of both worlds.
1: Well, like when we did our Borg episode, best of both
0: worlds was like
2: clearly everyone's favorite.
0: Yeah. Did you ever think that it might be that Eric Berry was there? Oh they're well. <laughs> like eric berry of the starfleet escape podcast is uh, <laughs> yeah
2: i wore my andorian hat uh, to Rachel, have you, uh, have have you that seen...
0: ends all of those uh...
3: i have not seen the andorian hat
1: i'm oh, gonna need to see it <laughs> do we have that on we don't have that on the website we need to put that on the website oh,
3: definitely need. we to have it in
1: the show notes
2: we have it in the show notes yeah. for episode 18
3: Oh, okay. Have to <laughs> click back, I think that was the first one that you emailed to me, Aaron.
1: It may have been, yeah.
2: But I, I was able to give away a, a business card, and because someone said that they really liked the hat, and mm-hmm. yeah. So, awesome. yeah.
1: sweet. Did you give any um poor off to you? radio network business cards out?
2: I did not. I am a horrible <gasps> promoter. <laughs> dang it.
1: All right, that's all right. Yeah. Um, dang it! Dang it! So have you guys seen the new uh surance commercial?
2: Yes. Commercial and it's ever. hilarious.
3: I almost peed. Oh my god, it was so funny.
1: <laughs> Did you see it, Marty? No, I haven't seen it. So it's Oh my god, it's perfect. It's basically this guy that's Captain. I think he's he's Captain Jerry. <laughs> and he's complaining that the enterprise gets all the good missions. <laughs> And then- Which is
2: already classic. I mean. It's so-
3: it-, <laughs> it is because you don't think about other other ships out there doing interesting things.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Like you wouldn't think about Star Trek, like the Voyager, like going and doing anything.
3: Yeah, nobody I mean, thinks shut, about Voyager. Shut
2: up! <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it's funny because, yeah, and as soon as he says that comment, oh, the Enterprise gets all the good missions, and then they get, like, rammed, and he's like, oh, here we go, which is one of my favorites. He's like, all right, now we're talking
3: i love how he's like it's space couldn't you just go around
2: yeah yeah because the alien the al- alien said uh oh i'm sorry my bad i hit you guys whatever and
1: yeah but don't worry I'd be, I'd be sure. i have
2: i have e it'
1: the most pl- it
3: was the most pleasant um spaceship crash you've ever seen <laughs> yeah
4: and
1: then they're they're like oh, are you sure you're okay? Because your head's a little messed up.
2: he's like, that's my face. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the, uh, the Helms woman, she's like, oh. And then they just end the commercial. <laughs>
1: yeah, this is the best Star Trek commercial I've ever seen.
3: I actually would like to see a series spinoff on
1: just that oh, captain jerry, <laughs> captain, jerry. <laughs> captain jerry needs his own show he
2: does i am seeing a lot of product tie-ins to into darkness there was a mazda commercial i just saw another one that i thought was totally unrelated i, I but i forgot what the product was cuz i was so stunned i'm like why is star trek promoting this <laughs> so it seems like they're getting a lot more product tie-ins than yeah. the first movie
1: well, I think that's because the first movie did so well.
2: Oh, yeah. Now everyone's jumping on the bandwagon.
1: Yeah. I wonder if they'll have another um, promotion with Burger King or McDonald's or something.
2: Yeah, um, and I remember the first uh, Star Trek eSurance also backed it up because at that time Aaron insurance was still going strong. And it was funny because they had her in like a Star Trek uniform and mm-hmm. beaming in. So yeah, the the product tie-ins seem to be more numerous now.
3: I know that with the first trek, they did something with. Yes, I don't did. know whether it was Kellogg's or General Mills or something because it was cereal. Because I got I got an awesome shirt one of the with the commander the command gold shirt. Nice. Yeah, I ate a lot of cereal <laughs> to get those little UPC things mail them in. I'm a twelve year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just know they did that with the. First, that's the only thing that I remember from the first movie that they did with product tie-ins because I got it. I don't
0: remember anything else. Didn't um? Didn't which McCall? Guys. Didn't Witch McCall do one too? Um. Oh. The uh, candy bar.
3: Which McCall. No,
0: no, no, no. Back in '09. Star do you remember Trek. also. Remember who's Flo from?
3: Progressive. Uh, progressive. progressive.
0: She had a phaser. I don't remember. Yes. I
3: vaguely remember
0: that. She had a phaser that was actually one of those things to change the price of the mm-hmm. um, insurance, but it was the phaser. Okay. I believe you. I, I
2: don't Apparently, remember. Star Trek really likes insurance. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um Okay, so we here, I don't know if Rachel. At the escape pod. I don't know if Rachel uses it, but we're big users of uh, Memory Alpha. Have you used memory alpha?
3: I, I have used memory alpha. I actually have a really cool app on my phone that I've been using lately, the pad app. Okay. You know yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I didn't
1: waiting. want to shell out the money for it.
3: Um, I didn't either. That's like literally the only app I've ever paid for or will ever pay <laughs> for best. in my life. <laughs> but in my defense, when you push buttons, it makes the little, little Beeps
4: voices, and boops. Like the well, beeps. then that makes it all... <laughs>
3: So it's pretty cool. Um,
2: I love Memory Alpha. Product plug.
3: (laughs) Memory Alpha is probably the greatest thing to happen to Star Trek.
1: Well, (laughs) uh, there's a new Wikia uh, that went live on Thursday, April 25th. Oh, my. Rod Roddenberry partnered with Wikia. Uh, to launch a, what a name Rod Roddenberry to launch a Roddenberry <laughs> Entertainment <laughs> really sanctioned Star Trek portal.
2: Here's an interesting tidbit: this past uh, weekend at C2E2 here in Chicago, Rod Roddenberry was there at the show to promote the new Wikia launch. Really, really? Yes, and I actually missed uh, missed seeing him because he was only there Friday, and I didn't get to go to the show Friday. But um, he was there, and I actually got to talk with – I don't know if you guys follow Rod Roddenberry on his Twitter. Yeah, I do. But um, if you saw his Twitter, he was hanging out with uh, a production designer called uh, uh, Greg Aronowitz. And um, Greg has done numerous things like uh, the Guild. He's on Power Rangers. He was on Hot Set. But anyways, he's – I guess he's friends with Rod Roddenberry, and I actually got out to talk to him. And, yeah, they're launching this whole big Star Trek wikia.
1: Yeah, so I, I went on it once, and I didn't really do much on it. It looks cool.
2: I have not even been to it yet.
1: The background is all right.
2: See, I I typed in Star Trek Wikia, yeah. and the first link that pops up in Google is Memory Alpha.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, anything that you type in Star Trek is going to come up Memory Alpha first, pretty much.
1: I'm sure Memory Alpha has a lot more entries than Roddenberry's uh, Wikia will have.
2: Yeah, according to Memory Alpha, they have 35,644 pages on Memory Alpha. Fascinating. That's a lot of pages.
1: Indeed. Um, and Rod- Roddenberry also is doing this other thing. Uh, so seeking to provide fans with a one-stop destination for credible news and high-quality insights regarding all things Star Trek, Roddenberry Entertainment has partnered with Nexus Media Group to officially launch 1701news.com.
2: So now they're competing with uh, like Trek Movie and Trek Today yep. and all the other Trek news sites,
0: which will die out as of this, like once the movie goes out of the theaters, I think at least.
2: Well, I don't
1: know. I mean, we'll see.
2: Now, do, so, do you guys late. do you guys think that this is um, too little, too late?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah, everyone's going to still go to Memory
0: Alpha. A little late to the game, aren't they?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I don't see myself, even though it's a sanctioned um, official Roddenberry product, I don't see myself switching with it. Yeah, I'm... Um, I don't think so
3: either.
2: No. I am going to stay with... I'm going to stay with Memory Alpha. Yeah, Memory Alpha. I'm not going to mess with that.
1: Bubble for news? Where, where do you guys go for your Star Trek news?
2: I usually go to trektoday.com or Trek Movie.
1: Google.
3: <laughs> no, the Trek Movie. Yeah, that's a good one.
2: I
0: go to any I, – I, see, I honestly use Google, and I search for what I want, and then I go to so many different sites all the time. So, yeah.
2: For my general sci-fi entertainment news, I usually go to io9.com. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good one.
1: Yeah, I, I sub- subscribe to their, uh, Twitter feed. Their,
2: so I, tw- their Twitter feed. Their Twitter
1: feed? Their Twitter feed. Twitter? Yeah, I'm from Boston, so I have to make the sure tw- I pronounce my R's.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, well. Star Trek.
0: I, Twitter, Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> the next generation.
2: Clam Chowda. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Taking a dog out of the park. <laughs> the New Yorks a, taking a dog we out of the park. We should
2: really do bloopers. New
4: York.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the whole episode?
2: Oh! oh okay. <laughs> All I think right, the, the so
3: whole what's... episode has been... I've ruined I'm you guys' episode this week. I'm missing time at home
0: being <laughs> berated by my wife for this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um
3: your wife's a Star Wars fan anyways. <laughs> well <laughs> so am I actually <laughs> Well we all are, let's be honest. We are
0: you now we are but, now, but, uh, we are now is, because so. <laughs> taking over. Did you hear he wants yeah. one Disney's gonna do one every year from twenty seventeen on? Yeah sounds not cool. a There's fan. no way you can do that. Well they're gonna no. be doing offshoots. It's not gonna be like
4: Still,
1: those type of movies take so much they'll probably be crap movies. Probably.
2: All right. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> um, so last right.
1: week, last week it was on the, the episode <laughs> The Best of Both Worlds Fathom event, and Eric actually went to this.
2: I did. I I was a little bit worried that I wasn't going to be able to go just cuz of the budget and moving or whatever, but I said screw it because I am not going to miss one of these.
0: Okay, he you couldn't afford to buy the game?
2: <laughs> but i'm going well <laughs> but i'm going to the fathom event he
3: obviously uh, chose the correct one though <laughs> I,
2: I did apparently from what you guys said of the game um it was awesome uh, what can i say um lots of things i can say lots of things um i actually posted a um video on my youtube channel so mm-hmm. to- this isn't a plug, but it kind of is. So you can go to uh, YouTube.com slash four 47 and um, my vlog um, for the Fathom event. And you can see the entire uh, blooper reel for the third season as well as the um, – why are you laughing? Because
0: what Aaron just did.
2: Okay, I don't want I'll to know.
0: You, you need not to know. Um
2: I'm, the, okay. I'm gonna be
0: over
3: here feeling awkward <laughs>
2: for a second. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> Um But it, it was pretty awesome. Um I, I got there half an hour early, which I encourage everyone to get there at least half hour um before the showtime okay. because they actually have trivia um that plays uh during that time. They have a the video screen. Yeah. And this time, they have the all. They had all the Borg yourself uh, pictures mm-hmm. from the app that that we talked about. Right. Did you uh, see some? Yeah, unfortunately, I did not see any of us um, on the screen. There
0: were probably thousands and thousands of
2: those. Yeah, and there were some kooky ones. There were some well done ones, um, but yeah, they had trivia. Um, they had a great documentary on the. Um, making of best of both worlds and they interviewed um, elizabeth denner who played uh, shelby mm-hmm. and she nowadays? she's not doing too bad for really? herself she's still um acting um she still looks great um i guess she was only um 28 or so when when the episode when she filmed that episode so she was still kind of young and in, in, in her career. So she's
0: like Forty-eight, almost fifty now.
2: Yeah, but she still looks pretty good. Um, and they had some great um, interviews with the rest of the cast and the impact on um, on Star Trek and what the Borg have have meant to Star Trek. So it was a, a great feature. They played the whole unedited um, movie format episode, so you don't get the um, like part two credits or the part two opening. And when the
0: the opening for the second one is totally different than the last second of the first one,
2: exactly. They totally made a seamless transition when Riker says, Mr. Wharf fire, it cuts to the beam actually firing on the enterprise or on the Borg ship. Mm -hmm. And then they did uh, the blooper reel and a preview of uh, season four. Mm-hmm. Uh Blu ray. How'd that look? It looks really excellent. Um they highlighted um the redemption two parter, yeah. uh which is now coming to is gonna be released separately on Blu ray like the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. And my prediction right now, I'm calling it that will be the next Fathom event is the redemption two parter.
0: Well each season has that.
2: Yeah. Well and,
0: first season except for the last season. <laughs>
2: right and the um the bloopers were freaking hilarious i was busting in my seat laughing it was the whole theater was just going crazy at the bloopers um it was packed it was almost a sold out show there were a lot of reports that um it, it was sold out in a lot of places so either that's a testament to the new movie coming out or the popularity of best of both worlds, but it, it, it was a lot next of fun. Generation. Yeah, it New was. General. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Again, if you never have never been to one of these fathom events, I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. Um, You got to get to, you got to get to one. We should
1: go to one. We should. I wanted to go to the last one, but it uh, I
0: wasn't, get yeah. wasn't in the cards. I couldn't get to it because work.
2: And I, I really I have, have to a job. No. Yeah. <laughs> I really have to thank uh, Fathom Events for, for doing these events because it's really amazing to see Star Trek on, on the big screen. Hmm. That's why I would rather go broke than um, not miss it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, much is is, well? how
1: much is the ticket you uh, go for?
2: Um, it was uh twelve fifty but okay, there's service like a
0: charge of seven hundred and eighty three dollars
2: Uh, service charge of a dollar so in the so end really it's like it was like 13 50 mm-hmm. no. I Thought
0: the service charges were higher
2: no i went through um what was it fandango mm-hmm. so yeah
0: so that's cool
1: uh so definitely worth the watch
2: yeah totally I, again any chance i get to see star trek on the big screen that's uh especially you don't a get good to time. see
0: the tv the tv shows Right, which some of those TV shows are better than some of the movies they've ever made. Well, Star Trek Five was pretty good.
2: What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> it was just the actual plot for this new Star Trek movie. Is you
2: take that back.
0: Shatner <laughs> actually wrote uh, Into Darkness.
3: You're grounded again, Marty.
0: Thanks.
1: <laughs> um, so have, have you guys seen uh, Gates McFadden's Tumblr?
2: I have I have subs- subscribed to it.
1: For what? Tumblr? Oh, that. Nice. <laughs> tumble Tumbleweeds. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. No, it's it's pretty funny. Um, it's funny.
3: It's an enjoyable.
1: Yeah. So I mean. she takes pictures with her playmates toy. Yeah. In real world situations.
4: <laughs> really? Yeah.
3: I enjoyed the one drowning in a glass of wine. <laughs> that one was <is> my favorite.
2: <laughs> I like the one where the cat's like m- messing her up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so different ones it's uh it's enjoyable sounds it, like, yeah
2: i i like when she does interactions with like the other action figures like picard action figure and mm-hmm. but yeah um the the hashtag one eighth gates
0: one eighth. gates oh one eighth size yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, it's pretty funny how's she looking these days it's old oh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, most, she was never anything really that of, much to look at but. most of the cast is
2: pretty oh much. are you kidding me she she was yeah. good I don't think she looking was Star no. Trek ginger no I don't Shut think up. so oh you guys <laughs> I have horrible taste
3: I am the best looking Star Trek ginger I just need to make that point
2: <laughs> Okay,
0: I've never seen you in a uniform so.
3: I have it I should have worn it when my video was working
1: <laughs> and she she also has a bat left, so you don't want to get her away. So do yes. you, don't you? I do have a bat left.
3: Aaron, we still need to um have a bat left. Battle. battle,
0: bat left battle. I don't There's think one to yeah. say. I don't think say they'll that. let
1: me uh, take it on the plane. <laughs> put it underneath. Mine's I, like a mini version because I'm small.
2: It. I need a bat left. <laughs> I
3: recommend them. I. Recommend I <laughs> I literally bought one at just a common knife store. They just had it hanging on the wall. I like walked in. I was like, is that a, that, that would be a Batleth, correct? <laughs> $40 and I'm out the door with it. Nice.
2: nice. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, my wife is the weapons collector in my family, so. Don't yeah, mess we, with her. No, <laughs> <laughs> You've seen those weapons, haven't you? I've the knives. Seen them. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, in uh, another kind of, like, touching story... What?
3: <laughs> We're touching? Marty? Please don't, please don't <laughs> touch Will, me.
1: Will Wheaton shared on his Facebook Facebook page about a longtime fan determined to walk to meet him. Who did exactly that, bringing tears to Wheaton's eyes.
3: The girl with lupus, right?
0: Yeah. Wheaton.
2: Will Wheaton. Wh- Will Wheaton.
0: Will Wheaton. <laughs> she walked with Will, Will Wheaton yes
1: uh so yeah kind of an emotional uh story there i don't really want to read it too much but uh I'll i'll cry
0: He, he no. He just can't. He can't make sure I that he will actually read. be able to read it right. <laughs> I can read it. Would I you like me to read it?
3: read it? I can't feel emotion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! There's some baggage right there.
3: A Vulcan. <laughs> a Vulcan who wields a batlith. Don't ask questions. <laughs> you
0: know, for a Vulcan, you're breaking the rules a lot. You're laughing.
3: No, well, you know. Yeah. I'm a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that video of him explaining what it means to be a geek or a nerd to a, a little girl?
1: Uh, no, I didn't.
3: Um, you, I, I know I like retweeted it off of someone else off of Sci-Fi mm-hmm. Commons, and um, oh damn, I missed that tweet. Oh, <laughs> it um, it's like There's he he's he's talking at some panel apparently, and. The woman who's taking the video must be a mother of a baby. I they don't really say how old she is, but he makes a gesture like it's a baby. And she wants a video of Will Wheaton answering what it means to be a nerd so that she can show her daughter later. And Will Ween just goes on this amazing, like inspirational talk about what it means to be a nerd. And you guys should really watch that. Cause it's really great. Um, like it, it, it's actually probably more inspirational than the lupus story, not to like mm. denote that one, but it really is like, all
0: um, she did was walk. I mean-, <laughs> I
3: mean, she's, she's obviously been able to walk for a while. Yeah. so <laughs>
0: she,
3: she had that down no but it was it was really a nice story it was kind of touching to see will wheaton like really he let him he let himself be exposed i think in that moment so it was really cool
2: Mm. nice
1: that's cool and will wheaton gets a lot of flack for being will wheaton yeah Um.
3: he was wesley crusher i mean
0: yeah and before that he was in Um, stand by me stand by me yeah Stand by me. <laughs>
2: okay,
0: so moving on to our <laughs> next segment.
2: Stand session. by the me. Woman came
0: by. That walked me. to him. Stand <laughs> by me. Oh, ha,
2: ha, ha.
1: So let's move on to our second segment of the show. Would you buy it? No. Did you, do you know what it is? No, I don't I don't, it. I don't.
3: I don't know why I don't already own it, honestly.
1: All right, what is it? So it's a Star Trek craft book. So you create 25 unique Star Trek-inspired crafts with the Star Trek craft book. Whether you're a tricker in training or a seasoned craft whiz, you'll find a product project, sorry, in these pages to something
4: <laughs> to peak. 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 <laughs> to peak peak
1: your interest. Uh, these Why wouldn't peak? I I can't read P E A. What what P I Q U uh, E? These uh, okay, so it's twenty bucks. Um, twenty bucks, <laughs> yeah.
3: And, and yeah. just to make everyone aware, there is a sock monkey Spock. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure that in itself.
2: All over that right now. <laughs> I would not buy this. I'm just going to throw this out there. I would <laughs> not buy this. Oh my god! I
0: think it's a, well maybe because
2: not. because my brother-in-law actually um, has started making these Star Trek crafts, yep. and he does these a lot better than even what they're showing here. Oh. Okay. So these Ooh. are crap. <laughs> and I'm gonna buy his.
0: Trying to get rid okay. of the competition.
3: I will. I will give your brother-in-law twenty dollars for a sock monkey Spock <laughs> alone.
2: <laughs> I think he can do that and better. Better than what you see there.
0: Yeah, um, I probably. I probably would not buy this either. No, I wouldn't. No. Well, I knew uh, it
2: was going to be crap this week. You guys, <laughs> it's not all crap.
3: You guys are, you guys are just, you, you guys are just leaving me alone here just because I'm the only female here right now. <laughs> I want the
0: crafts. She wants the crafts. I want the it. Craft. Well, no, well, see, I, I, I mean, I want the
3: finished product. I, I don't want to have to do it she
0: myself though. It. Uh, well, yeah, she <laughs> wants all the gratification. So. <laughs> I would
3: definitely make somebody else do it for me. I I
2: will <laughs> say, I I will not buy the book but I would buy the crap <laughs> from the brother-in-law yeah, from my definitely. brother-in-law.
0: Definitely. No, he'll just go through the book and find the things his brother-in-law hasn't figured out yet. And...
2: I, I do have to give them props for the little joke on the cover where it says, make it. So like, <laughs> I thought that was clever. But otherwise, it is crap.
0: Not, not clever enough to buy. So
1: I actually, a few years ago, there was this picture on the internet with uh, Captain no Picard in his uh, skivvies, right? And
0: In his skivvies. And Data mm-hmm. was... I want to know
1: what you looked up. To and, get Captain da, 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 the and Data is off to the side with a, with a sewing machine in a, his uniform. And Picard says, make it sew with the S-E-W.
2: Yep. Why
3: Thanks did you just that. tell us that story,
1: Aaron? Maybe I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> did that pick away your, your, uh, your
3: interest? It, it did not pick away <laughs>
4: my interest at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I would have looked up
0: on Google to get Picard and Skip. It might have been before Google was created. I really doubt it.
2: No. I don't remember. You Googled a time. it before Google? <laughs> no.
0: He, you know what he did? He went to Alta, altavista.digital.com. And he loved
2: Altavista. <laughs>
0: Because it was oh the original how ba-
2: Google. How about you just? How about you just use Ask Jeeves? I mean, what the? F- <laughs> but the original <laughs>
0: was Alta Vista. It was the precursor to the mall.
1: Alta Vista used to also had a dial-up service for free that yep. had ad
0: advertisements in it. Yep.
2: My we, God. And
3: we would be talking on AOL Back chat you right was now. Was
0: uh, Netscape uh, Mosaic? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. They, it wasn't we used using Netscape Mosaic. Not that time. Yeah. It was when the well. Anyways, getting back on to topic, the 90s call. <laughs> Have we ever the been 90s? on the topic? <laughs> um,
1: so let's get into the, the topic of the show, the topic at hand. Oh, my so,
2: God, finally.
1: <laughs> back? Well, what is this yeah. podcast even about? <laughs> uh, so inspirational moments in uh, Star Trek.
0: No, how did you phrase it? The needs of the many. The needs of the many. <laughs>
1: Uh, so TOS um, so it, there was a multicultural crew um, set in the 1960s in a TV show multiracial too. yes multiracial multicultural multiracial small Anti- people multi people <laughs> uh, which is uh, pretty inspirational for especially for that time period
2: just the fact that um the next generation as or not the next generation whoa hello the original <laughs> series <laughs> We're talking so much about Next Generation. The original series itself inspired a lot of people, actors, engineers, a whole wide variety of people. I mean, every every interview you hear, practically, people are like, well, Star Trek got me into this original series.
4: Right.
0: Not the next generation.
1: Well, now people probably say Next Generation. Yeah. Or they say Star Trek as. Uh, the only thing the Next Generation got me in the
0: move for was a nap just before Golden Girls came on on Saturday nights. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Um, Traveled down and wrote it back again.
1: Uh, so, we have Khan. Uh,
0: Spock sacrifices himself with the crew. Needs Which? Many outweigh the needs of the one, or the few, or the few of
3: the one. Have you guys gone back and watched that recently? Because I think the I best part night. about Spock's death scene is how Kirk shimmies down the ladder. Yes. Like, he, does, he doesn't he quite. Slides he he slides and yep. kind of jumps. Like,. <laughs> He just I, I that that's that to me is the best part of well, you know, he, when Spock dies it's really sad too, yeah. but. Mm-hmm.
0: but if you notice in the other movies, like there's a couple of movies I think when and even in the shows where the captain or the engineer has like this turbo lift or one that uh-huh. takes him up to the second floor. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's how Kirk shimmy down that yeah, he's
1: shimmy um Shimmy down the that's the ladders, how yeah. I uh shimmy in the game. shimmy. Okay, <laughs> Well, the uh, Kirk's character. Yeah. When he actually does actually go down yeah. the shaft, when well, I'm trying to make him go down the shaft.
3: <laughs> down the shaft.
2: Um.
1: And he repeated it twice, by the way. <laughs> go down, I made him go down, down the ladder. The shaft. When he's trying to go down the ladder, yeah. and then he doesn't, he grabs onto the side of side railing instead of grabbing onto the ladder, and then I have to like,
0: let go, let go, fall. You can't fall from there. <laughs> Well, what I think is funny is how how what's his name says he's dead already. Yeah, he's Spock dead. Sprock gets up, <laughs> walks over. Well, he yeah. does not mean? How do you know that? No,
1: he means that he there's no way he's gonna survive. Like, there's already. no way to there's yeah, no way, to, there's save no way to save him.
3: But the way he says it though, he's dead already. And then you're expecting Spock to be dead, and like and the camera up. moves, and he just gets up, and you're like, he's not and dead. You, know, you lie. Goes really
0: to a lot of radiation. He didn't have much. Like, he had the green and the... Wait, like, he's Vulcan. Yeah, I know. But still. And by is the way, how the hell is it over happen? there in the original place? What? How is it over uh, in the side? What's over on the side? Wasn't that the... What is it? That's the... um. Uh, the crystal chamber wasn't it i don't know what the hell
1: that was yeah cuz it was just a radiation a room. reactor or radiation room yeah. i don't know
0: yeah.
3: it was just a room full of radiation that the Spock decided to go in
0: never pull this thing off once once he like stuck, stuck his, his hand, hand into it. what was it like a drain
1: <laughs> let me unclog this yeah
0: i mean he has no i mean he has some engineering t- like training but he knew what to do in this one instance oh ah, well well, he, well, if Kirk was on the other side, think of it this way. Kirk would time. have been like, is my hair okay? No, just. Like in the original <laughs>
1: series, we see him like fixing circuits yeah, and stuff all the time. So
0: he has the technical know-how. He's a scientist. Yeah. It's <laughs> <So, laughs> funny that he says that to him at the beginning of the movie, too. Do you ever realize that? <laughs> in what movie? Star Trek Two, when he dies in the Kobayashi Maru. Oh, and the He Kobayashi. says, aren't you dead? Yeah.
1: Yes, Kobayashi Maru. Um... So, moving on to the next generation. Uh, so, I thought the measure of a man was uh, pretty inspirational, um, where Data has to fight to prove that he's a, um, a a living being. Which is a fight
3: that I have to go through every day. So. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> and that he's basically equal to everyone else and has the same rights as everyone else around him.
3: I actually uh, really like that one. Like, the concept of that is really really
2: cool yeah i i like seeing that episode on on the big screen that was a really good one very very inspirational
1: yeah i definitely i watched it recently on um on Hulu Plus and the uh h d and it was definitely better the second time around yeah could you could see the serifs yeah
3: <laughs> it wasn't loaded um
1: i don't it wasn't loaded <laughs> that they wasn't there like more to that episode that they added in during the move like when they showed it
2: yeah they added some uh key scenes some in extended um interactions with uh, Picard and Data and also with uh Picard and uh Riker so there was some expanded uh content that That enhanced the episode.
1: I don't think that was in the Hulu release
2: of it. Did you see Riker talk with Picard while Picard was fencing? No. Then it is not in the Hulu one.
1: Yeah, which I was disappointed with because it was about the same. It's the same length as the other episodes,
2: uh, That's kind of unfortunate.
1: Yeah, because that was one of the reasons why I wanted to watch it, was to see that extended uh, mm-hmm. clip.
3: Do more episodes do that extended thing, or I've never heard of
4: that?
2: They are, depending on what the episode is and what footage they can find. The only reason that they had an extended um, cut of Measure of a Man was because they had the rough cut on VHS that they actually gave to the writer of the episode because it went on too long, and they had to cut so much out. And they gave her the extended cut edit on VHS, and she still had that for all these years. So when they went to remaster it, um, they fortunately had that rough cut and were able to cut it.
1: Yeah.
4: That's, that's really
2: cool Didn't yeah know that.
1: yeah in the episode family uh which is the episode right after the best of both worlds mm-hmm. uh Picard deals with the effects of uh being assimilated uh realizes that he's just you know a human being like everyone else and uh his f- relationship with his brother gets stronger doesn't he fight with his brother? He
2: does. Yeah, he Picard uh, punches him, right?
1: Yeah, he punches him, and then they are, they they're...
2: they like go mud through. wrestle?
1: Yeah, they go through um, the vineyard <laughs> a little bit um, in the mud. And then they wind up in, in the house singing together, um, drinking wine.
3: Which, like, I mean, is just a normal family, I feel like. <laughs>
2: yeah you you have your fights but you get over it
3: yeah but picard i mean with his his family like his nephew is really special to him and everything because he didn't have that family of his own so he's always been kind of jealous of his brother
2: yeah and this is when um this is when they were giving picard more things personally in the show Mm -hmm. just because the first three seasons he was so separate from the rest of the crew Mm -hmm. and they really wanted to give picard more meat and you know more character and that's one of the things um that they said in the interview for best of both worlds for the fathom event they said it's kind of ironic that the thing that makes Picard that we use to humanize Picard is him being assimilated by the Borg.
1: Very ironic. Don't you think?
2: Just like this episode, Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) which I thought that was a good episode. I I just rewatched that last night. Oh, nice. So, in the episode of Darmark, Picard and a Tamarian are forced to work together to fight an invisible threat, and Picard learns their language. Well, some.
3: Kind of.
0: Uh, kind of. Learns he learns language. how to
3: communicate with them
1: a little.
2: To open up first contact, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, what was he, the saying he kept on saying? Uh, Darmark and Jalad at uh, Tanagra? Tanagra.
2: Tanagra, yeah.
0: yeah. Picard uh, and me <laughs> at <What>? the <laughs> Wow.
2: Wow. <laughs>
3: That was exactly
0: it. Uh, so
1: Picard is able to speak to the... To get the idea the commanding, across the com- like commanding... The one that was left in command of the ship once Picard was beamed up. He was able to communicate the fact that um, the captain had died. And then the, the Temerians make a new... A new um, analogy, uh, Picard and something at something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's P- Picard and, and Darmok at whatever the planet was. I don't well, know. Was,
1: is, was that Darmok? Or was that... I, I thought, thought Darmok that... was just the name of something else.
2: My, like my truck my memory is failing me tonight.
1: 'Cause it was like Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra, but I think the, the captain wasn't Darmok.
2: Oh, I, I I don't know.
1: I don't I don't know. But he, they the Tumerians make a new a new saying based on the events of that episode. So it was kinda inspirational the fact that they, you know, eventually work together and mm-hmm. things work out for Picard anyway.
3: Oh, I just things found it. Out. Picard and Deathon at El Adril. Yep. That's what they say. Okay. Just an FYI. <laughs> thank you. Googled it. <laughs> uh, thank you, Google. <laughs> another ah, one
1: God. another one that I liked was uh First Duty when Picard basically rips Wesley a new one. Yep.
3: Yeah. Any episode that focuses on Wesley, I just can't get past Will Wheaton's hair enough to take it seriously. <laughs> uh-huh. Like but I do I do kinda like the Wesley episodes just because I mean everyone knocks on Wesley, but right I, I mean this episode he deserves it he, he's being a stupid kid but that's what he is to the show he's just a stupid kid and i think that that's kind of like a different aspect it's kind of right. like a comic relief almost
1: right and there's another episode that i meant to put down here which features wesley and picard um and they're on an alien kind of like shuttle with another guy and yeah. the, the shuttle crashes And then Wesley and Picard are kind of, like, working together to, like, survive. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was kind of somewhat inspirational, the fact that Wesley is able to um, save Picard, basically, because he's able to give him water. Because I I think the water was being protected by by something. Yeah,
2: It was a force field.
1: Yeah, yeah, a force field. (laughs) One of those things that they have in Star Trek. Oh, force fields? (laughs) Yeah, force fields. Or maybe it was Star Wars, I forget. Um, Do they have shields in Star Wars? Yes, defensive shields.
2: Defense screens. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Oh, another thing, getting back into the game really quick, uh, when I was in command of the weapon systems of the Enterprise, I couldn't fire my phasers or torpedoes when my shields were up.
3: That sounds like a personal problem. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sounds like a problem
2: if you're having a starship battle in Star Trek.
4: Yeah, but I think it makes sense
1: when you're firing your phasers, you have to drop your shields. For just No, enough.
2: they it's never. Just... No, no, no. no.
4: Well,
2: we could always fire through the shields. That That's the game. They game's never stupid. bounce
1: back or anything. <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs>
2: the, the game, this game is stupid. <laughs>
1: but maybe you know how
2: like no. their phasers are trying no. to
1: defend it they're like they're well the phasers <laughs> in starch T- the new star trek universe here are more like the defiance uh phaser pulse cannons Canons. yeah Uh, That doesn't
2: explain anything.
1: Well, maybe that's because of the bursts. Like, they drop shields enough for, like, one burst to go through, then the shield goes back up, and they fire again.
2: Nope. Because (laughs) the shields shields in the shuttle bays, you can go out, but you can't come in. So it doesn't allow the vacuum of space to come in, but it allows shuttles to go out.
1: The shuttles can come back in, though that
2: just yeah, they have to
3: lower
2: no, that, the shields for that but see here's the thing that means that shields can be tuned either way so it's true but so the shields can be up and you can fire through the phasers there's no reason that they need <laughs> that they have to drop shields to fire their weapons why would you drop shields during a firefight to just to shoot your weapons That's stupid you like, might as well, oh, well leave they're...
3: your shields up and not shoot at that point like yeah
2: why? So the, the game's dumb.
1: Maybe that's a glitch in the game. I don't know.
3: There's a lot <laughs> I mean, of glitches whole... <laughs> in this game. The entire game
2: is a glitch.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, but anywho. <laughs> um and uh, in all good things, Picard uh, is willing to die in order to collapse the uh, anti-time anomaly and That's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a great episode. definitely one of
2: my favorites. You could say it's very inspirational.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Uh, that <laughs> should
1: definitely be a fathom event.
3: Oh, that would that, be amazing. I would pay the twelve fifty to go to that.
2: I want every episode to be a fathom event. That would be very expensive, but um. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's 100 in what 70 some odd episodes, so of next generation. So that and isn't it like 70? I think it's 178 episodes. I thought it was 67. No, no, no. It's definitely 78. One seventy-eight. Sounded like the Rain Man. That
2: guy. <laughs> yeah, One seventy-eight. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually kind of getting late. I have to be up for work like really early tomorrow. So okay. I, I I hate to cut it short, but I I, I need to get going. Okay. Okay. So sorry. That's okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye, right. Eric. Take my place, Rachel.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I I will try. <laughs> try
2: Do me proud.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Yes. Sorry, guys. It, it's just getting kind of late. Yep. All right. Bye. 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 Yes. So now.
1: <laughs> so now, now that
4: he's gone, <laughs> three <of> them. Uh... <laughs> now we don't have to
3: talk about Voyager. Thank God.
1: Yay. So I thought it was kind of inspirational when, in First Contact, yep. Data says resistance is futile and then smashes the uh, coolant um, tubes there. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I always like when Data is really straightforward, you know, sometimes he always seems to be kind of like one that's pushed to the side. Right. When he gets that time, like, in the limelight, I really like that.
1: Right, and that was, like, in that episode, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it dealt with the Romulans in the Tachyon field, and then mm-hmm. Data was given command of the Sutherland, I think? Yes. yeah.
0: And the... When he wore the red shirt? No, he didn't wear the red shirt. I thought he was. Oh, no, you're right, you're right. He was only given command temporarily. Yeah,
1: uh, so he was there in the, like, second-in-command, like...
0: Didn't he wear a blue shirt, though, in one?
1: I don't recall. I don't okay. know. Um, <laughs> But he, the second in command, like, basically did not want to follow his orders at all.
0: Because he looked at him as being a robot.
1: Yeah, and then Data, like, yells at him, and then gets his way. That's sort of kind of inspirational, <laughs> I guess, as well. Doesn't always work that way, but... Yeah, no, but he proved that he was right, Yeah, which was kind of cool. And then Data, uh, in Nemesis, he ends up sacrificing his, his life for the crew by
0: destroying the... uh Things Shizan's chef Shinzan, yeah, yeah. Is that what I said? Shinzan, yeah, Shinzan, Krator Shinzan, yeah. Which
1: spoiler, if anyone doesn't know, Data dies. Yeah, if you don't know that right
0: now.
3: Spoiler alert!
0: Spoiler alert! Spock dies in the end of Star Trek (laughs) Two.
1: So then. Moving on to Deep Space Nine.
3: Wait, we didn't share our inspirational thoughts on TNG. I had an inspirational thought oh, on TNG. Okay.
1: Oh, go ahead. <laughs>
3: um, this is really—I mean, you—you you gotta love Guinan in TNG, like everybody goes to Guinan and I mean she always gives such great advice and one of the things that really stuck out there's an episode where Wesley falls in love with an alien girl who's being transported on the ship Right. you know that one Yes. really lame episode actually but like at the very end the last lines like really stuck with me when Wesley's talking to Guinan and he's like I'm never going to love anyone or the same way or something like that and she says you're right and he's like what <laughs> and he she just says there'll be others but every time you feel love it'll be different every time it's different and he just is like knowing that doesn't make it any easier and she just says i know and it ends the episode that way and i just thought that that like that's something one of those star trek scenes that really stuck with me like one of those one of those ones that i just like finished that episode and i was like this is why i watch star trek this right here i love it because it's just I walked away from that with something that I actually can apply to life you nice. know and like that was it was really it was really cool and I've actually used that quote when talking to people who are like depressed about love like I've literally uh, used that quote I'm like I'm like oh it's okay and I, I I like acted out the scene myself like I'm totally Guinan right now <laughs> you uh, know and they don't yeah. know because right. they're not cool enough they don't watch Star Trek <laughs> but <laughs> but it's just one of those things that stuck with me and I really liked that about TNG Guinan is always has been um kind of an underrated character i think she's yeah.
1: awesome well the bartender traditionally is kind of like the every man's therapist yeah uh, so i guess that in kind of continues that even into the 24th century <laughs> Mari, do you have any inspirational next generation <laughs> moments
0: ah next generation let me see well, my inspirational thing was when uh Data was uh an insurrection. Mhm. When Data like kind of forges the relationship with the little boy. Okay. It's just it it kind of makes me think that, you know, even though everything was crap, he was still able to, you know, cuz at the point they were walking away from their town, but it was still important for him to like, I don't know, uh identify with the boy. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, he had to connect.
0: Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's good.
3: Yeah, that's a good one. But I love Data, too, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, it is, uh probably my favorite character. So I get moving on to Deep Space Nine, I thought Take Me Out to the Hollow Suite. Uh, Cisco realizes that winning baseball. isn't everything.
0: Playing baseball. Yeah,
1: against the Vulc- crew of Vulcans.
0: The Niners versus the Vulcan. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Which, uh, already, you know you're not going to win.
0: It's illogical.
1: Illogical. <laughs> I think he, uh, the captain of the Vulcan ship basically says that, that you're not going to win. It's illogical to keep think playing. Would, yeah. And then like when Cisco starts having fun, once he realizes, you know what, this is just a game, mm-hmm. uh, he starts to have fun, and the Vulcan is like, why are you laughing? And, and
0: that threw him off his game.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, they still kicked. I know, Doom but, Space Nine's still, ass, but, but it's
0: still. Yeah. He doesn't understand the enjoyment of it. It's all competition, right?
1: And then throughout the series, I noticed that Odo struggles with the fact that uh, his people are the leader, leader of the Dominion. Uh, I thought that
0: they were founders.
1: Yeah they they were the founders. Um, yeah. That. I think it was inspirational that even though he he had to deal with that like throughout his most of his life he's trying to figure out who his people are and then he finds out that his people are these really really bad guys and then he needs to try to not be anything like them. I I thought that was inspirational inspiration. Yeah. I thought anyway. Do you guys have any deep space 9 inspiration?
3: I don't know. I honestly I watched DS9 and I didn't really get into it. I'm trying to start I'm doing a I'm doing a rewatch because I I i really like the characters of it but Mm -hmm. the storyline took me a little while to get into so i'm kind of starting over and giving it more of a chance like i did with voyager you know so (laughs) hopefully it goes a little better than that i think it will but um, yeah i mean i love i love ds9 but um i can't for the life of me remember who it was that wanted to start a school on ds9 keiko Yes, and I just thought like that—that that to me, like how she was really like, I'm gonna do this school even if only one student shows up, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, actually, that, yeah,
4: that, that's good.
3: Yeah. That was that was a pretty mm-hmm. cool uh, idea because it really showed that like there was caring there. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Totally. That was something that stuck out in the series for me.
1: Yeah, Marty, do you have anything? <laughs> the Nine? Yep.
3: You can pass if you want. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but one of the things I thought was inspirational is that. Odo at the end. Uh huh. He knew that he loved Kira, Kira, yep. and he also loved being on the station. But he had to choose what was better for others than himself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he had to go back to his people. Right. That big massive goo pile.
1: It's kind of like what um, Spock in this new movie is faced with. Mm-hmm. Being now that he can be in two places at once, uh, the prime Spock is dealing with his people in New Vulcan somewhat similar. Yeah. Uh, So, Star Trek Voyager. uh, Now, Eric had to leave the podcast a little early, and I was hoping he would be able to chime in a little bit since he's a Voyager fan. (laughs) But since we don't have him, we'll do our best. So, one of the recurring themes within Voyager is a a strong lead female um, presence with Captain Janeway. Which is different. Right. And then we have
0: uh, the main Balana. engineer. Yeah, Alana is... Um, Even Cass. Cass. Well, I yeah. feel like she wasn't that but she becomes kind well, of... She, she does.
1: She
3: does. She, grows she develops. Her yeah. character development is... She kind of
0: becomes the ship's counselor. Yeah. yeah. Her and Neelix kind of split that. Oh, I, see. I think
3: then- that Belana is one of my favorite characters in Trek. I mean, it's, it's, you can say whatever you want about Voyager and everything because uh, God knows that it's not my favorite, but mm-hmm. Belana is definitely one of my favorite female characters. She yep. is just, I think that she's a well written character and she's very, I mean, she's an aggressive Klingon and. She and she just doesn't she doesn't want to listen, you know, she's stubborn. And then her relationship with Tom. Um, I really like that. Like how they kind of grow together and they're completely opposite personalities. And they're but at the same time, they're both really independent, like they're into their own things. And like being together, they're really out of their element together. But they they managed to make that work and they're like a really awesome couple together. So I really liked that aspect of the plot, like with them growing together and they kind of helped each other bring out the best of each other, which I mean, that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. One of the things I kind of just <laughs> realized, mm-hmm. uh, Bolana kind of mirrors Spock. She's kind of like the total opposite of Spock. And the fact that he's half human, half Vulcan, and goes with, you know, the emotionless, no emotion. And then we have Balana who's half human and half Klingon, and is very emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: and I think that she can't really decide what she wants to be, because she, for the first part, wants to hide that she's Klingon. Mm-hmm. And then she's yeah. more proud of being Klingon later on. Mm-hmm. I think that um, with any Trek, there's a lot of really good character development, but like Voyager does have a few good character developments, especially with their females. I mean, I, I like Janeway, but like I said before, she really flips back and forth between she can't decide whether the prime directive is important or not, Right. you know, and so I'm like, she just kind of is like, eh, to me, but... You know, get a little coffee in her, and I guess she's not right. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I made a – I actually made a picture. I don't know if you guys seen it with uh, – it was a picture of Jane Wave from the Year of Hell episode where she's, like, on the bridge and, like – Oh, I did see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's, like <laughs> – Disorientated, and then the next picture is her with a cup of coffee, smiling.
3: I did see that. I laughed at that actually. That was, <laughs> it was
1: that very was funny. One of my, thank you. That was one of the funny, the funny one. All the others are. Terrible.
3: Uh, oh no, the 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 Spock one was good too.
4: The Spock one.
3: Um. The oh god, I can't even remember which one it was now. Nah.
1: That's okay. I don't either. <laughs> so moving on to. Uh, are we? Do we have any inspirational Voyager things?
3: Um, it was really inspirational when it was over.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, those fireworks at the end were great. Yeah. yeah, so let's move on to Enterprise. So one of the things I thought was pretty inspirational <laughs> with Enterprise was the the characters are from a time that's not that far away from us. It's only about a hundred years, and they're recovering from a world war, and they basically show that we can overcome our differences and work together and create a united earth and explore a strange new worlds together as one.
3: Agreed.
0: Marty, what do you think? When they show him, what I liked about it was when. Who was that guy from the future? What was his name? Daniels. Daniels. When he showed him, like, the future where they founded the Federation. I'm mm-hmm. I a mean, starfleet in the Federation and all that. Yep. That was inspirational because it made his character more, like, built around going towards that. It's okay. almost like he kind of did it to get him goal-oriented. Okay. Okay. Oh, and uh, killing uh, pe- killing purple guys who uh, take over the Nazis. <laughs> Never understood that one. <laughs> that was kind of a weird episode. But after the Sona. Oh, not the Sona. The uh Suluban. Zindi. No, Zindi. After yeah. the Zindi. We
1: well, needed a transition. In, yeah, but in World War II? <laughs> you needed a transition mm-hmm. to World War II.
0: Yeah, a transition.
4: Wah, wah, wah.
1: So let's move on it's to right. the next segment. The subspace channels are open. Yeah, link frequencies are open. Um, so this week's question was, what is your favorite inspirational Star Trek moment? So okay. we'll start with Twitter. To uh, the Twitter. Please. At little cute girl 86 says, When Spock sacrificed himself to save the crew in Star Trek 2.
0: I would say that would be the number That's one, actually.
1: Yeah, I told her to say that. That's great. <laughs> that explains it. Oh, you just totally blew that one <laughs> Well, At the time, I had zero Twitter answers. So I was like, Hey, go on Twitter, post this. <laughs> uh, so thank you, little cute girl 86. Next, we have at. Lee underscore Nostromo. It might be, I'm probably saying this wrong. Uh, but it doesn't matter. It's yeah. <laughs> he says when Wesley pulled that space monster, it proved love could overcome everything. And that was I asked him, he's actually referring to the episode that you were talking about Rachel with that alien girl that Wesley falls in love with. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the episode that he was talking about. Yeah.
3: Our inspirational moments are from the same episode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so next we have at cone underscore is. And he says, any Ben and Jake Sisko father slash son scenes, especially shattered when mirror Jennifer is killed, their pain was palible. palpable. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Like I said, I can't read. And then hashtag DS9. Next, we have at arcade underscore bros, a show on the Fluoride Radio Network. And they said, death of Scotty rocketing into space with his ashes. Very memorable. Uh, I guess they're, he he's talking about when they actually launched um, his ashes into space. Yep. Thanks, arcade bros. Next, we have at Drake D. Miller, who says edict the i-d-i-c which is the infinite diversity and infinite com- combinations the vulcan like creed or motto um he goes on to say it's a concept that should uh, be at the core of an ideal society society's defining credo yes okay.
4: mm-hmm. uh,
1: very good answer uh, moving on to facebook we have darren moser Who says, one of my favorite inspirational moments was when Worf called his son over to him to help with his physical therapy treatment at the end of Ethics. Klingons are a unique species, hard-headed in many respects, but in the end, family is the most important. Oh. Yes. That's actually a pretty good episode. I think Marty likes that episode as well. Um, when Worf has to have his uh, spine virtually is uh, well, it is replaced. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have Latoya A. Rose, who says, "When Captain Picard became a Borg, well, not really <laughs> inspirational, but I found it was pretty awesome. Turn events that led into Star Trek: First Contact." Okay,
3: I do like Borg. You do like I gotta Borg. go with you there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Next, we have Eric Dewey from the Four-Eyed Radio Network, who says, For me, it was the moment in Measure of a Man when Guinan sort of gently leads Picard to the conclusion that building an army of sentient androids to do the Federation's dirty work would be akin to slavery.
3: Telling you, Guinan.
1: Guinan. She's inspirational. True to that. Next, we have Roger. Who says when Vic Fontaine DS9 said, "You've got to play the cards life deals you. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but at least you're in the game." Which is a very uh, good inspirational quote, which I don't remember from the episode, but I can definitely see Vic uh, saying it. Next we have, oh, this uh, Brad. We have Brad here who says, "There are four lights." Uh, which I guess he's referring to the episode Chain of Command when Captain Picard is taken by the Mm Cardassians.
3: That's inspirational.
1: (laughs) Uh, Moving on to Google+, Plus, we have Selma, and I'm not going to attempt her last name. Uh, Selma says, when I read the question, what was the most inspirational moment in Star Trek? The scene from Insurrection when... Oh, I'm going to butcher her name. Um... Angie asked Picard if he ever felt a perfect moment in time. Uh so that that woman that was on the book who world there that Picard kind of had a relationship with there for a while. Next we have Anthony Morgan who says Spock's death in Wrath of Khan. I am and always will be your friend.
3: That's one of my favorite quotes.
1: Yeah, it's definitely... um, I love that quote. Uh, And I also like the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, Mm -hmm. or the one. I um, really
3: like that they're taking these quotes, like the original quotes from these movies, and they're adding them in, they're sprinkling them through in the newer movies, too.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I like that they're using this quote. And I, I pretty much figured that the quote would be in the movie after seeing the... That scene, well, not the scene, but that still photo of uh, the hands behind plexiglass, which is probably Mm -hmm. Spock and Kirk kind of trying to touch. And uh, next we have Clive, uh, who says, Dude, (laughs) okay, well, the original series, and particularly the Dolian web, inspired me to write, and I'm still doing it 25-odd years later. The quality of the scripts and stories kept me writing and watching an episode of Star Trek on occasion has helped me get things in life back on track when it's been at rock bottom. How can you not feel inspired after watching Picard join the poker game in all good things? I think the interracial kiss back in Plato's Stepchildren should be in there too. It showed Star Trek wasn't afraid to do things differently. And over the years, it's tried to maintain that. Give or take the odd action reboot and Duff Enterprise episode. It's what Gene and Rick wanted. Uh, Actually, that was uh, a pretty... Uh, Cl- Clive uh, really gives us some awesome answers, and uh, I think this is a very detailed answer, and I, I agree totally with uh, with what he said. Definitely. Definitely agree. So moving on to our final segment of the episode, oh. uh, do you know what puts my quantum stain to flux?
4: What, Aaron? <laughs>
1: yes. <Pray tell. laughs> uh So one of the things that gets me into flux is how during the course of an episode of Star Trek, there will be a mention of something, but then we never hear about it again. Uh, There are countless examples, but I will leave you with one example of this. I recently rewatched the TNG episode Family, in which Picard is dealing with the after-effects of his assimilation. In that episode, uh, they mention the Atlantis Project, which is an attempt to create a new subcontinent on Earth between North America and Europe. After that episode... We never hear about it again. Good
0: old, the good old science and marine division.
3: <laughs> I think that that is just. I mean, they, maybe they're just throwing things in there, like oh, other things happen, <laughs> except for just what happens on the Enterprise.
0: Well, that's True. like it's like um, they're supposed to have Marines too, and the only time we've seen any Marines is during Enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're supposed to have like their own scientific development mm-hmm. area. Yeah, they're supposed to have, like I said, they're supposed to have um, deep deep sea exploration. Yeah. Look like at the whales. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> the they whales. put back. And in the new movie, we have the Enterprise underwater. Well, I think that's possible anyways. Well, I, if you had enough possible. water, you could hide one. Yeah.
1: Except the displacement.
3: Yeah. Is isn't there a dispute about whether the Enterprise would be able to actually be submerged without well, Scotty
1: mentions, yeah, Scotty mentions the fact that, like, the salt water will, like, might eat at the... The paint at job. the hole. Yeah. He's worried yeah. about the paint job. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it could submerge. Yeah, I mean, I mean for God's sakes, Voyager voyage, yeah, land on voyage legs. land. Um, I was
0: waiting for the one that has, like, the landing gear, like, a uh, plane. Yeah. Um... I mean, underwater shouldn't be that bad. They can—it's all closed off, anyways.
3: That's kind of what I thought, but they don't seem like they're very deep, though.
1: Yeah, they're just like under there enough.
0: Yeah,
3: it's... they're just in there, just, just, just <laughs> deep enough.
1: Yeah.
0: I like <laughs> the one with, I like where Scotty's looking out the uh, the viewer. I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah. Part of it, he looks out the view and that big fish goes by. Yeah. He's that, like,
1: yeah, that's in that clip that was released. Yeah. Uh, that a minute and some odd second clip
0: Uh, but there are other
1: like things like we mentioned before like with in conspiracy we had those conspiracy aliens and then we never hear about them again it's like random things in different episodes where we hear about it once and then never again uh, so that's what kind of not
3: always my... is a bad thing, but it's not always a bad <laughs> it's thing, but still it can be irritating, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that, that what that's what gets my quantum state into flux this week. So thanks for listening. I'm Aaron. I'm Marty.
3: And I'm Rachel.
1: And we'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Starfleet Escape Podcast on the Four Eyed Radio Network, where you can catch a new episode every other Monday. You can find us on the web at com, on Twitter at sfescapepod, or on Facebook.com slash
0: This has been another great presentation of the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch more shows at foureyedradio.com.